Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Denzel Dryington. And this is the show where we force our interests upon one another. Now, Denzel here is now going to be immersed, soaked, dunked in the world of chick flicks. We've decided to move on from musicals for a second, and today we will be dissecting Pretty in Pink. So we'll be back in just a second here with some special guests, too. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Flip It and Reverse It. I have so many hosts today that I am practically like running the hostess brand, and they are all real zingers, you know. Um, and that's my joke for today. You're welcome. So, first off, of course, I have um, somebody named Denzel. Now, he's never been on the podcast before. Um, so, we got a new fresh face here, some male perspective for our chick flick today. Um, I was on the podcast, uh, I think, for one episode last season. Uh, Thank you very much. How dare I? How dare I not know the history of my own podcast? (laughs) Yes, Um, I believe it was like season one, episode seven. You're welcome. Oh, I remember that one. It was great. Oh, and who is that lovely voice? Oh, my goodness. That must be the beautiful, incredible unicorn fairy who lives uh in the sky of clouds um cool bitch jordan knuckleby oh well thank you um i do think that's a little inaccurate i'm definitely too poor to be living in the clouds but everything else yo totally applies are you kidding me listen they can buy the sky i'm sure billionaires own the sky there if there's a way to buy it they'll do it so the clouds have ovens so that would be um, yeah. nice. Exactly. See, that's too luxurious for me anymore. I can't afford to have an oven. <laughs> and of course, we have Jordan with us, who has not been on the podcast at all. But we also have another guest. Four guests. Say what? Is this the future technology? I would like to also introduce you to the wheatgrass-haired, lovely, beautiful, blue-eyed, piercing... <laughs> Perky breasts. I think she's amazing, badass. Ooh. Will cut you, bitch, Taylor Caprera. Yes. Hello, everyone. It's so good to hear your voices. So, yeah, we've got. Um, we're talking about chick flick today, so of course I had to bring some chicks on um, because we got to have some defense against any kind of um, negative opinions that Denzel may have. Uh, I am ready to hit back all of these opinions because obviously I think Pretty in Pink is a perfect movie. But not to put words in Denzel's mouth, of course. Um, yeah. Hot he, he may love this. Um, the sarcastic True. laughing may have just been something else or topical. We aren't sure. Um, but basically what we're going to do first is we're all just going to kind of talk about the movie and how it affected us and how um, it shaped our lives and what we think about it. Um so why don't you kick it off, Jordan, since you, I know, are quite the super fan. I am. Um, I grew up wa- loving the Molly Ringwald trilogy, really. So there's Pretty in Pink, which is the, this one, Breakfast Club, and Sixteen Candles. And this one I thought was, I always loved this one because it was always so melodramatic. 
and hilarious. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> but I forgot how much I'd watched it until um, Taylor and I were watching it today. And I was like, God damn it. If I wanted to be that annoying bitch, I could literally be talking along with all of the lines here. And I know their inflections. And, uh, you know, I think the fashion has really, you know, made an impression on me through my life. Part of me always wants to be wearing some sort of pink on my body anymore. So, huge fan. Huge fan. Also, just wanting to dress like Ducky all the time. I want his whole wardrobe. I I love Ducky. He's a fashion icon, honestly. Those sunglasses. Truly. That's that's it. Oh, yeah. So, Taylor. Would the you drama. like to speak a little bit to your own experiences and how, what do you like? Producing? Absolutely. Do you not like it? I was going to say I almost exactly the same thing that Jordan said where I was totally like addicted to those three movies and pretty in pink was possibly the one I watched the least surprisingly. And it held up so well rewatching it today. I also love the melodramatic <laughs> nature of it, but I think all even, even where it fails, it's, it's coming from a good place. That movie's got heart, and I really appreciate it. Um, those sloppy oh kissing God. scenes, baby. You, but you know you like that in high school. And like, like teenage you know you dream. You know it, exactly. It's, it's very nostalgic. <laughs> Took me back. I did say kissing Andrew McCarthy doesn't look like the worst thing in the world, though. Like, Doesn't it, though? His face is little. It's just small. He, I mean, it's, it, there are worse ways to spend <laughs> His mouth time, sinks into itself. Yes, it's like his mouth is like the <laughs> beginning of a black hole that's caving in upon his face. Um, I don't Sorry. think, I'm assuming Denzel did not notice um, Andrew McCarthy's lips as much as us <laughs> at any point in his life having watched this movie. But um, Denzel actually has never watched this movie. This is oh. his first go at it. So um, he's got a very different perspective. So right. Denzel, what was your perspective of this movie? Um, yeah, I had, I still have never seen 16 Candles, and I have seen The Breakfast Club, because I feel like everyone has seen The Breakfast Club, so I've seen that movie quite a few times, Right. but I, I was having a hard time trying to figure out if I liked this movie or not, I was really back and forth on it, I, uh, I'll save my thoughts for the next segment, but I will say that I was, I was conflicted, I was very conflicted. Guys, super vague. <laughs> okay, that's definitely fair. I'd say that too. I didn't, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't one of my favorites growing up, but like now rewatching, I'm like, you know what? It holds up better than I thought it did. So, well, like, it's also I me. even the parts that are bad are also really enjoyable because of how bad they are. So I still look yeah. forward to them. <laughs> like the dramatic music is one of my favorite things because it's just too much. And I get, I get excited every time I hear a song come on. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Can't We're wait. about to do it. <laughs> oh my goodness so that was that was very vague um denzel's playing it safe i can tell he's um he's waiting waiting for his claws to come out don't don't trust him though because he might bite somebody's head off this is of course a new guest that i've never had on my podcast and i'm being very right. mean to him why i don't know um I'm a hey, you're making some assumptions there yeah i definitely made some assumptions um i really do apologize to you denzel um, oh, it's okay we're just hating the newcomer <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, speakling of, oh, God, speakling, have you ever speakled? I have, every day. Uh, it's great. <laughs> speakling of handling things, uh, I handled this movie just fine. Bad segue. Uh, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot when I 
was younger. I think I enjoyed it most watching it with Jordan, just because I enjoy looking at the excitement on her face. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's it's enjoyable to watch things with people who enjoy them, right? Um, so on yeah. this rewatch, oh. I every time I watch a movie with Denzel, um, I kind of am hyper aware of all the things that are bad about it because like you know, every time you're like. <laughs> Oh, let me share this yes. thing with you oh, that I enjoy. My God. And then you're like, oh, why didn't I remember that part? Or Are you why talking didn't about- I remember this? Or, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. That is so um, funny. It wasn't that bad. But it was, there yes. were a couple moments where, like, you know, cringy moments that I was like, oh, gosh, yeah, that is pretty dumb. But overall, you know, it's still, it's got good parts. And it's got good acting, really good acting, and really bad acting. So I yeah. think that... It, it covers yeah. the whole spectrum of everything. Um, but most importantly, it is just an iconic, nostalgic teen drama about, you know, uh, love and friendship. And it captures the 80s, which is like, I think what holds a lot of its yes. you know, pull still is that it is that nostalgic film, John Hughes capturing the 80s high school vibe and all that you know mm-hmm. also it's mm-hmm. just like watching it now especially with everything that's going on and like it, it highlights the difference between like rich people and poor people and like how people can have their prejudices ba- prejudices based on economic status so it's like okay prevalent okay right it was like i this see what still- you were trying to do and like I- you were getting there but yeah you know you at least i think more so than other high school films at that time yeah, for definitely. sure. I mean, it's kind of like you know Romeo and Juliet situation. Sure. It's like feuding families. It's one of the oldest stories in the book, right? Yeah, one of the dumbest stories. Oh yeah, not my favorite. Romeo and story. Juliet was a dumb story. They die, please. More like dumb bitch and dumb bitch. Am I right? Sorry. <laughs> Why would you kill yourself? I mean, we're all dumb bitch at thirteen. Yeah, Come 13 on, year old making dumb, <laughs> irrational decisions never happens. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> truly now i'm like yeah you're right that was the most realistic thing that 13 year olds would have right? done in that so situation dramatic. i must have to i you know what the only solution is to pretend Dummies. i'm dead <laughs> that's I'm it. dead inside hot take romeo yeah. um but i think so denzel do you have any um thing you want to say i feel like we're kind of running <laughs> over you here no, no, you know, I think I'm just I'm just trying to get used to the whole like four people in a podcast thing. So I didn't want to talk over anybody. Plus there's like lag and all that stuff. So I'm just trying to be respectful. Plus I'll jump in later. Don't worry. He's so nice. Don't worry. Such a nice person I'm being so mean to. Um <laughs> that's great. Uh I feel like we'll take a quick break here and then we'll hop back with some uh highlighting some key moments, some of the most important, some of the most funny, some of the most dramatic and sad and heartfelt and cringy and terrible and uh, analog moments of this film we'll be back in just a minute (laughs) hey everybody welcome to our b-r-e-a-k and this is a little segment reoccurring segment your favorite segment called random rants and today i'm just gonna go off a little bit here Uh, So, listen, I am not okay with this whole thing that the sun and the sky and the clouds decided to do the other day 
and it's called humidity and I'm not okay with it and uh, I don't know how you people live in like humid areas and are okay with like moving around your house and the land and being sweaty all the time but it was like what do you think uh was it like 90 how how hot was it yesterday 87 87 which i guess that's not even that hot is it no no but it was like wet like i walked outside and i was like wet i could feel the wet in the air and it was gross and my hair was greasy and i don't like it that's all i gotta say about it random rant random rant Come in. This is an accent. We are back um, again, joined by the <laughs> wonderful and lovely Denzel, bringing us some fresh and hot male perspective. It's not hot male perspective. That makes it sound like a porn. Um, or if he wants to, he can do that. I and listen. This is an adult podcast now. Um, we have Denzel with us. Oh Hello, Denzel. Hi. <laughs> and of course, we have um, Miss one-horned corn lady um that was my way of saying a unicorn but mm-hmm. you sound like you like corn um jordan corn lady to be clear i do like corn but i don't want it to define me you know i don't want it to become who i am of course and someone but... who is never defined by the food she eats miss taylor caprera never not uh, a single never. day in her that, life that's is not a pizza is that a compliment or an insult i, I think it's a compliment I think it depends on what I'm eating. <laughs> I had, for instance, three pieces of chocolate cake today because it's Corona but you time, won't be baby. By that chocolate cake. No, no, I won't be. I would be. <laughs> but I'm proud of oh it. Oh my goodness! So we're talking about Pretty and Pink today here, uh, classic John Hughes films of the '80s, and um, I think we're just gonna go around round robin, and everyone can talk about their. You know what? Let's start it off negative because that's fun. Everyone talk about their least favorite moments from this film. Uh, who's got one that comes pops right to mind? Oh, okay. It sounds like somebody was about to just hop in there like, yes, I know exactly what it is. I had, yeah, I had two, but I'll, I'll leave one for Jordan that I think we, we I think we'll all be in agreement on. But one, for me, one of my least favorite things is the whole friends mentality that we get with Ducky. He does get a little bit of a redemption at the end, but I don't like that arc. I didn't think it is the fact well. that he's annoying. Or sorry, I, you cut out there for a second. He's like, he, oh, I'm sorry, and bummer. Um, I think though he gets a redemption in the end. My least favorite is the whole friend zone arc with with him and the whole like, oh, you don't love me, then your value like then i don't value this relationship it was worth nothing because i obviously just wanted to fuck you yeah like, it's not really cute the that way whole- he, re- he re- reacts and he does read no and to a degree but he does he like, totally does yeah girl like you can't be you can't be just getting pissed off at a girl for not wanting to date you also like get a clue brother if she wanted to date you, it would have happened. You've known each other for right? years. Mm-hmm. Clue in. She values your friendship, and you should be lucky that goddess wants you in her exactly. life at all. Yeah. Is she a goddess, The fact though? that she goes to that club. Yeah. Is she a goddess, though? Anyway. Uh, 
She's a high school goddess. You know, I think as the years have gone by, I, I do appreciate that character more than I used to. I used to be like, oh, God, stop being such a whiner, Annie. Blah, 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 blah. But I'm not saying Molly Ringwald is a great actress or a goddess, but maybe Andy is a little bit. Yeah. If the character would have been portrayed a little more cleanly, I suppose. <laughs> um, that's the best way I can mm-hmm. describe it. Um, yeah. So definitely, yeah, the way that Ducky behaves and the way that it's almost portrayed as like him being justified in those actions like is super annoying i definitely agree with you yeah um jordan what's one of your least favorite moments of this film well that's a hard question for me to answer because a lot of the moments that are terrible in this film are also my favorite because they're terrible and i really enjoy them but i mean this the most unforgivable part of a movie called pretty in pink is that Ugly, ugly, ugly oh, prom dress. The tragedy <laughs> in creation. It's this. It's a tragedy because she has two perfectly fine dresses. Like that one that um Iona gave her is so adorable, so and pretty. She just destroys it and Turns, yeah. and makes it into this abomination. I don't even understand the silhouette. It's a below I the don't... knee triangle. It's just terrible. It's a square. The arms are like that off the shoulder thing that's cool, but then they're kind of like attached to the body of the dress, so she can't really lift her arms too much, and Mm -hmm. she just looks like she's walking. And then she has the awful tights that clash. Bright pink tights. Red tights. (laughs) And it's just, I can't forgive Um, it. There are a lot of things in this movie that I can forgive, but that no. Listen, if you're going to cut up two beautiful dresses, mm-hmm. you better present something that is worthy of the RuPaul's Drag Race stage. Yes. I'll, it's annoying too exactly. because she, I like a lot of her outfits throughout the film. Right. So like it's a big dis- like you do you expect her to turn something out that's really great and unique and funky and cool and because she has great style and it's just such a disappointment. So disappointing. Not what I came here for. No. Um, I when we Shaking came to that point in the film, I was like, "Oh, this is one of the biggest tragedies of this film." And Denzel's like, "I don't know, what's wrong with it?" <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what I said. He's like, "I don't get it." What's wrong? And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? It's shapeless. It's a triangle. It goes below her knee. Look at it. It's the worst thing that ever happened." <laughs> Well, now I fu- now hearing Denzel's reaction to the dress, I find Ducky and Blaine's like reactions to seeing her at the prom a lot more believable. Because like when I watched, I was like, "Oh man, they must really love her to think she looks beautiful in that outfit." But <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, Denzel but now says, oh, not, uh, when I ask him how I look, he says, "I'm not gonna comment on it because I want you to just wear whatever you want to wear." It's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but then occasionally he'll come out wearing something. He's like, oh my gosh, that's like, I really like the way you look right now. And I'm like, ah, so all the other times. You did it. I see. <laughs> oh my God. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, of course you wouldn't say that. I'm just reading into body language. Terrible. Um, speaking of body language, um, <laughs> 
nope. Denzel, uh, what was your least favorite <laughs> moment of this film or your least favorite thing about this film? You could, I think you have a couple, so feel oh free to God. go off. Please oh do. Go off, son. Do um, it. Okay, so the, the movie's about a love story, right? Theoretically. <laughs> and supposedly. And it, it may or may not be one of the worst love stories I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> How dare <Yeah>. you? He <laughs> loves her. Um, I mean, first of all, let's just be fair to the fact that th- this guy, first, the first, what, you know, um, what Ducky said about Blaine's name, I thought was pretty hilarious. That's one of the um, best lines of the whole, yeah. It's great. I, I, I laughed uh, both times I saw it. Um, but <laughs> I just do not understand, like, the, the stereotypes that come up where it's just like, if guys are creepy, it's creepy until they're attractive. Once they're attractive to you, then they're allowed to be creepy. Like the whole like computer scene <laughs> where she's in the computer library and then he's just like hacking oh, yeah. the computer school library. He's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to hack this computer really quick and be like, here's a picture of you. I know who you are. Here's a picture of me. Do you know who I am? Oh, by the way, I'm right next to you. Let me stand up and smile really quick. And then they play this like really like romantic music in the background. Like, what is happening in this scene? It's so like, good. Can we... it's the worst. <laughs> High school romance. High school creepy. If that guy exhilarating. It's also really enjoyable different. to watch that because it's really fun for you to be like, what the hell is going on here? It becomes like a spy oh, no. movie. I just know if he looked slightly different, he would have been in jail because that's what would have happened in that moment. Listen, I can't argue. I can't see the line. <laughs> Let's defend this creepy moment. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I was going to say, you know what? I think there's probably a lot of dudes who look like Andrew McCarthy who are in jail, you know, because he kind of looks like a pedophile. <laughs> Jesus you know? Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's got the peach fuzz mustache going. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hard time to be oh. 17, I guess. <laughs> now... And then, you know, like, they're at the party later and, you know, she's like, will you take me home? And he's like, no, I can't. Will you take me home? No, I can't. Will you take me home? No, I can't. Like, you know that wouldn't fly in today's world. You Mm-mm. can't just, like, be like, oh, well, I'll take you home when I want to, baby. What the hell is going oh, on here? Oh, he's such a creep. What is oh, going yeah. on here? He's such a dickhead. The things he says to her, like, he's like, we could go hang out with your friends under a rock somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes i was like what or when he picks her up for the date and he's like do you want to go change like yeah, when right? she's all dressed he's up like, for the date dead. and he's like oh uh, <laughs> right plus like, his friend yeah, is a dick it's like the... which we love oh. to hate james spader oh. love to hate him love and the resolution of the movie comes along with you know like Oh, he just shows up at the dance. He's like, "Well, even though I rejected you, I didn't want to go to the prom with you. Now, now I'm I'm glad you're here, and so uh, let, let's just pick up where we left off, okay?" And then she's like, "Oh my God, yes, yep. let's make out in the parking lot. Get out!" No, Wait, can I say out. something about the ending of this movie, though? Can I say something about how why it ends the way it does that I know? Sure. Like, so. Ooh. The floor's I thought the trivia baby. was like for the third act, but okay. Yeah, so what happened was the role of Ducky was originally being played by Robert Downey Jr. And um, then, you know, he had his drug problems and whatever, so he dropped out. And Molly Ringwald just didn't feel the same chem- uh, chemistry with John Cryer, who played Ducky in the movie that, that she did with Robert Downey Jr. And the original ending was supposed to be just... Ducky and Andy dancing at prom, not really caring about anybody, 
and like Blaine just kind of fucking off. But then like the day they were shooting, Molly Ringwald was like to John Hughes, like, I'm just not feeling it. And so John Hughes just kind of quickly like rewrote the ending and gave us that. That's why it's such a bad resolution. Exactly. Oh god. Because like that's the whole build up, right? She's like, I'm gonna go to the prom anyways. And then Ducky's there and they run to each other and hold each other and then she's like, but I still fuck you. Yeah, I don't even think they were. Yeah, so that was mm-hmm. the thing. Like, they were supposed to have Ducky and Andy ending up together, but Molly Ringwald's like, "Listen, John's cool, but he ain't no RDJ." So, <laughs> yeah, that's so fine. <laughs> so that's why it's very unsatisfying. Speaking of Molly Ringwald and her and- acting choices, um, Denzel also pointed out it's- how much she bites her lips. Yes, so that's- much. That's how you know she's upset. And perplexed and sexy. turned on. That's that, exactly. That's her. It's her only thing. <laughs> hey, you know what? We can't. And then have. just also yelling. Back. Some of us have one trick. <laughs> she's also good at yelling from out of nowhere. That's like a really good trick she has. It's like, well, this did not get to this. You're just yelling now. Okay. <laughs> so we know you're. Angry. Oh, especially in 16 Candles. She yells so much in that one. Yeah, no she reason. does. It's oh. my. She's such a whiny little <laughs> Or when she also kind of does it in Breakfast Club too, I think. Oh, when they're talking about like mm-hmm. if she did it, she's like, no, I never did it. Like all of a sudden. Oh goodness. But I think oh, Molly. if I had to speak to one of my least favorite moments, um, you know, obviously Blaine's creepy asshole nature is probably probably the worst of the whole film um just how much he treats her like a total piece of garbage um mm-hmm. but if i had yeah. to think of another moment uh, yeah the computer packages you guys took them all god damn um <laughs> oh and also the fact that like there's so much just behavior that it's like, that's not okay for a guy to do. Why do we think that would be okay ever? Like, with Ducky being like, I ride my yeah. bike past your house every day. Dude, that is straight up stalking. Yeah. Girl, no. Yeah. Show up to your work. And just be a dickhead. Oh, so not cute. So not okay. Oh, and when he says, he says that thing, he's like, ladies, uh, I can arrange it to have all three of you impregnated by the end of the day. Or oh, yeah. Like that, right at the top. Gosh humor am i right that's so funny it's so, so funny oh and then there's the other line um we can't forget blaine's uh classic line of when he goes out to meet her and she's like and you know he comes out there and he's like yeah i'm not really into this shit just referring to being around poor people <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know i'm not really into this type of shit what that is- being around people <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, he's yeah. a horrible person. Not a he good has, look. Like, one yeah. moment of redemption ever in the movie, and that's yeah. like when he's like, and it's not even. No, it's not even redemption. He's like, these hands will stay in these pockets, and he does this cute little thing where he picks the stuff up with his mouth, and I'm like, it's it's like oh, low level. Thing, yeah. like, Don't worry, I won't rape you. Exactly. It's like right. the implication's still there. But then, like, <laughs> the fact that you have to address right. it is a little yeah. alarming. Like, no, I won't yeah, break. Don't you. trust me. I, I won't. See. <laughs> uh. Oh, 
And then like 0.5 seconds later, he just stands there while his friend and what's her face are just such shitheads. Right, to Andy. Defi- he's, he's just like little chicken nugget. Right, he just watches it. He's like, um, well, I guess we can leave. Uh, I guess even friends are kind of jerks, huh? Terrible person. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh goodness. But um, oh. I think that would conclude our least favorites um, after we've just shit all over all the characters in this movie and how their <laughs> motivations are bad and don't you know hold what? up and it's very 80s. Um, let's let's take a moment to give the movie a little love, shall we? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yes. I mean, can I start? I have one. I got to say, real MVP is Andy's mm. dad. I do love the father-daughter. Mm. Sweet. He is such a good actor. Movie. Henry Dean Stanton. He's mm-hmm. brilliant. He's so great. And and it's hard because, like, what, their mom left and he's struggling to, like, and when he be a good dad and he buys her a dress because he's supporting her creativity. It's cute. Yeah. Like, that's important. I, I, he's such I think a good that's dad, my favorite part. Honestly, like, he's like, I don't, I feel weird talking to you about this. I hope I'm doing an okay job. And I am just really depressed and I want to get a job and I want to yeah. buy things. And, like, He's just, he's trying really hard, you know, and you're like, I understand where you're coming from, bro. And it's just, it's in like how she also kind of steps in and to like more of a like mother position and like gets him out of bed and gets his coffee. For oh, him. yeah. They, just, they take care of each other, you know, and it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I feel, for, sweet. I feel you on that it one. Is. That's a good, that's a good pick. I'm glad it didn't get glossed mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Jordo? Um, I like two things that really stand out to me as far as my favorite things. My favorite scene of all time, I do love Ducky's <laughs> lip sync to try a little tenderness. It's so good. <laughs> it's so great. Lip sync like, assassin. It's lip sync assassin. Maybe that'll he's one of the <laughs> lip sync assassins on All Stars Five. <laughs> John Cryer <laughs> shows up. Um, so that's my favorite scene but then my one of my i love iona she's my favorite character because like she also has a pretty good arc oh yeah beginning she has that horrible spike hair ponytail mohawk (laughs) thing happening and she (laughs) and she i like that you know she she like doesn't really want to okay well next time i see you you better have that hairstyle like defend it by having it i expect well i like it on her okay well like I think she's so sweet and she's like a great person to have in Andy's life considering that her mom's not around. It's good that she has that older female presence in her life and a good boss. And then there's a really sweet scene where Andy goes over and she puts on her old prom dress and a beehive wig and she's just like having her nostalgia moment and I truly enjoy her. I think she I'm just remembering what Denzel said when we got to that scene. So the, the, the scene what you say about he like pauses it and then rewinds it. He's like, "Wait a second, was that a dream? What the? What, are you telling me she just like did her hair up like that and just like that amount of time?" And then he's like, "He's like she, she, she was sitting here on the bed, all looking all sexy eyes, looking like she wanted to fuck her." And then out of I think I said googly, googly eyes. eyes. Yeah, you were like looking at. Andy was like googly eyes like she wants to have sex with her and then the next thing you know they're like dancing and he thought it was like a dream sequence and then when he realized that actually happened he was like what the hell just happened 
And I'm like, honestly, fair. It's a really strange cut, okay? It like, is. It they really went from is. her just laying on the bed with, with her having like a this like white wig on to the next thing you know, she's like standing up and they're dancing. I was like, is she dreaming? Is like, wh- wh- where did she get up? Where did she change her outfit? What is going on? There's a lapse of time. Oh, goodness. Things need to be explained, okay? So I, just think. I, I just accept them. I'm like, listen. But yeah, those are like two standout moments besides like I've already talked about loving the music and that costuming and the outfits because oh, those of are course. good snapshot Indeed. of a time yeah that's love my it. love denzel what did you love about mm-hmm. this movie what was your favorite moment um lex luther <laughs> he was fantastic <laughs> yes, mm. yes. Uh, yeah. john crier was amazing in this movie i thought that he did really well i loved his acting i also really liked uh, yes. what was it iona was that mm-hmm. her name yeah yeah iona no iona and i you guys just took all the stuff because i like the dad as well those are my three favorite things in this movie because i felt like when i was watching the movie yes. i felt like andy and blaine's like love story was really kind of like sucking the air out of the room so whenever <laughs> they would cut to the other three i was like okay great these three are great <laughs> actors you know like i loved all three of them so i was just like yes give me more of scenes with these people I love it. yes oh yeah like um ducky and the dad having their moment on the yard where his dad's like just because i love her doesn't mean i was you know she's gonna love me back and ducky's like no oh, okay no, like, he's trying it was really sweet yeah that was a pretty funny scene in the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, he's like, well, I did love a woman once. And Ducky was like, oh, you mean like Andy's mom? He's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, yes. kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a girl. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I think James Spader also deserves a shout out because nobody plays a oh douchey 80s villain like James Spader. It's kind of like his calling dude, card. Such a good and douche. 100%. He's a bit. I think he really like in my this on this rewatch, but also on previous rewatches, the way he plays it, it's like he wants to fuck Blaine <laughs> so bad. He's like, well, yeah, you do what you want possible. to, bro, but like, you know, you could also be like hanging I'm... out with me, no homo. <laughs> She's trash. She's trash. You should hang out yeah. with me. I'm cool. I don't wear Literally. socks with my okay. shoes. Like, what more do you want? Oh my yeah, god. Jeez. Well, once again, you guys took all the best moments um, because, yeah, when her dad is, like, crying about just, like, when he's, like, crying because of what oh. she said, like, and he can get those tears, like, brought up from back acting like Molly's, like, what a, what a blessing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's not even much connection coming out from her, but he did it. Um, I also, I do love the end the, the end is ruined, but like I do love that moment where you think that Ducky and um, you know Andy are actually going to get together, and they see each other. And he's got his little bolo tie, mm-hmm. his like velvet yeah. blue suit, and he just looks so fly. And so oh, such a good look. And goofy, and he's got his little his shoes on still, and he's like, "Don't worry, Duckman's still here." And you know, I've just I've never seen a character in yeah. TV called Ducky that I didn't like. It's just a fact. Hashtag NCIS. Shout out. Um. I was about to say land before time because that was the only other thing I could think of. That's where my mind was at. (laughs) Thank you. Everyone shares a love for NCIS in this um, world, but I will continue to enjoy it um, 
I usually fall asleep to it. Fun facts. Exactly. We all exactly. have our shows. Don't, don't, you know. don't get it on my back. Exactly. We all have our so true friends. Yeah. This is probably a pretty good time to take a quick break. Yo, we're here. It's break number two. And you've been with us for a while now, which means it's time for you to get us and get to know us a little better. God, words are hard. This is a little segment that we like to go, uh, go call. Getting L- to know your host. Ooh, that was a terrible intro. Getting to know your host. So today, Mr. Denzel is on the spot. On the spotlight. Hot. Do a dance. I don't dance. All right, fine. That's fine. I got some questions for you, though. I'm going to make you choose between things that you love. The first one's not maybe something that you love that much, but I just want to know. PB&J sandwich. Which do you omit? The peanut butter or the jelly? You have to pick one. Uh, the jelly? Yeah, I guess a jelly sam- sandwich is kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Peanut butter sandwich. It's still gross, but like I can, I can get down with that a little bit better. I've done it before. Of course you have. You're sick. Uh, no. Called being poor. Or poor. Always an option. Alright, the next one. Wince v. Foles. Who is better? Foles. Because he won that Super Bowl championship. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It doesn't even matter if he's a better player in any other time. Nope. Any other day. Any other history. Alright, the next one is Mario Kart or Pokemon Stadium? Pokemon Stadium. <gasps> really? Easily. What? Explain yourself. Yeah, kids club. Best thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) The mini games? You're going to go for mini games? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. You know what? You are entitled to your opinion. That's what this is all about. Metal Gear versus Halo. Mm, Metal Gear. Yeah, gotta have that story. But to be fair, he has not played the campaign of Halo. Don't need to. um, Agree to disagree. Avatar versus Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. You're so calm and collected and like, you've thought about these things already. No, I haven't. No? No, just thought about just now. Damn. He's a quick thinker. He's quick on his feet. And now you know a little bit more about our host, Denzel. That has been Getting to Know Your Host. Woo! Welcome back. You're on the air with 80s Radio, discussing the hot new film, Pretty in Pink, just released last Thursday. Now, we're joined today by Denzel. Denzel, how are you doing today? Films are released on on Thursday? It's the the 80s. Since when? Don't question my authority. (laughs) I'm a radio announcer. Um, We're joined with Denzel, uh, a skeptic. and um, um, Madame Jordan, TV personality. I think oh, you have to have been on TV thank once, you. right? I, you have to have been I'm on TV once. Huh? Oh my god, yes, actually. One time, Taylor and I were interviewed with another friend of ours right after Robin Williams died. And it Jeez, ended up on seriously? the news about our feelings about it. What? Oh my god, I mm-hmm. forgot about that. On our way to Sushihana. I'm like, what our favorite... The real question is, why were you on your way to Sushihana? Gross, no. Gross, gross. Because it's Back cheap. 
This was back in the day, bro. Dollar sushi night. Nasty going bad sushi yep, for cheap. So good. Um, Delicious. And of course, yeah. don't forget, we have to introduce, of course, our lovely Taylor, uh, actually wide known villain. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Ask any of my ex boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, hope your boys are listening. Because they are assholes. <laughs> I hope they're listening. I'm looking at you, and you know your names. You know your names. Those who have said shady shit. What? Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah. I was like. I almost said Jeffrey Epstein, but only because we've been watching the documentary and I, I, I pigeonholed and it was actually not a good joke. And so I think I'm it's sorry. funny because he probably is listening because he's not dead and he's alive hiding on his private island somewhere. So this is now a conspiracy yeah. podcast. Jordan oh and I are we, we've been punked, Denzel. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. I can do conspiracies. All right, so your favorite video conspiracy, go. Uh, they wanted to make a good movie. Oh man! My um questions I wanted to ask that I forgot to. I just quick round, one or two sentences. Which character would you be in this movie, and why? Go. <gasps> Taylor. I think I would be Jordan. Oh, go. God. Oh, God. I'm really sad that I'm first. I think, okay, I'll defend. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Denzel, I'm still thinking. I will go first. I am the, uh, the bouncer guy in front of the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is who was great. trying to give sage advice to Ducky in the beginning where he was like listen kid if the girl doesn't like you then move on that should be it that's my only contribution to the movie that's all that needed to be said Ducky needed to hear it I'm so glad it. you you brought him up Love because it. um his smoking m- bit where he like is flipping out the lighter that's like some of the best oh. physical comedy of the whole movie oh it's, so, it's incredible it's so I love it uh, I love that part. Love it, um, if I had to pick a character, I'm obviously Ducky. Listen, That's I'm great. obsessive. I'm annoying. I'm really funny. I have great <laughs> offbeat jokes. Uh, I don't shut up. And I, I dress like a freaking weirdo. I mean, I used to wear <laughs> knee-high converses with a oriental decorated convert, a fucking a corset to school, like, and a Pikachu hat. Like, that's an outfit. Sure, why not? And that's why I'm Ducky. So if you're Ducky, obviously, yeah, obviously I'm Andy because you're obsessed with me, right? Obviously. So. I mean, listen, I love the girl. I've been trying to tell her for years. Um, I ride my I bike past her house every night. Oh, I need to tell her. I love Taylor, I love you. Jasmine's been known to do that. I, ha- I did used to do that in high school. I did used to drive by oh a boy's house sometimes. So I guess you're I Ducky, because... too. Oh, me too, for sure. I shouldn't uh, yeah, I don't want to say who, mm-hmm. but... I was going to say, you know who you are. I'm sure he I was going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Oh, goodness. That's so funny. 
Okay, well, it's funny you say that you're Andy Jordan. I was going to say that I might be because I was going to call my exes out again and say I, in the past and at Andy. that age, was picking trash. Oh, you know I what I mean? Andy. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, you can be Andy. I, I think, and then also being like very concerned with my romantic interests and my crushes in high school, very concerned. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah. And I also did want to be, I did want to be a fashion designer when I was younger too. I had so many drawings back home of like dresses I've designed. That's so sweet. So I I guess, actually, that I guess pretty good. Yeah. I'll show you pics. My mom saved all of the stuff. She, they cleaned everything out since COVID. So yeah, no, I saw the way that the basement was left, yo. I saw it made me cry. Down there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's beautiful now. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, uh, I don't know who I am. Like maybe I'm. I own I was thinking maybe I'm Iona because like she says she always talks in ways that actually have nothing to do with the conversation that's actually happening. Totally. You know, <laughs> and she's. <laughs> and... <laughs> so she makes it about herself and. Uh, truth. Her fierce looks too, though. That's she has true. fierce looks. Sometimes I have fierce looks. Plus, I like she's to... dating weird men like that, that do what weird things do? in the back of her car and stuff. Um, yeah, she's like she's he's a free not spirit. Married. He's not a homosexual. I'm way ahead of the game. I'm like, listen, those are issues I've she also had in the past. Not the married it's part, perfect. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So well, I'm let's uh, do a. Do you have any? I think Jordan, you wanted to share some fun okay. facts, right? About the movie. Mostly the. I mean, the big fun fact was the ending. That's always just been the biggest thing that I've known about it. Was that like? Yeah, that's crazy. I never knew right? that about Robert Downey yeah. Jr. Yeah, well, and this yeah. is also like the last one of the last movies that Molly Ringwald did with John Hughes. I think it was the last one because he wanted to keep making her like do teen movies and keep her young forever probably because he was in love with her which mm-hmm. is creepy and weird but um it's kind of her last big hit because she didn't because she was like fuck you john hughes i don't want to do sh- stuff with you anymore everyone and else was like yo nobody else didn't really do anything for like he bad at acting <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure i wonder if he didn't say good stuff well then she came back she's kind of had a little bit of resurgence she was on uh what was it secret life of the american teenager is that does that count as a resurgence oh, yeah. i don't even know that show <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it gentlemen it's something else Who knows? it's where shailene woodley yeah. got her start nope shailene woodley the Fault in Our Stars. Oh my God, are you living under yeah, a rock? Are you sure you're in the Andy? Do you live with Andy's friends under a rock? Oh my goodness. Oh geez. Um, but uh, ugh, what was yeah. I gonna say? Oh yeah, and then of course she was on Psych, which is important to note. Yes, because most of the oh four fifths of the Breakfast Club have been guest stars on Psych. The only one they didn't have was Emilio Estevez, as far as I Denzel, know. can you confirm? Facts. Oh man. Facts. Yes. Truth. This is huh. truth. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, let's do a little quick wrap up. Any last minute thoughts? Um, they don't even have to be about Pretty in Pink. You can just uh, have a last minute final thought of the day, and then we'll give it. You give your rating for the movie, and um, then after that, we'll do some pluggy plugs. Um, All right. Last thoughts. 
Uh, I don't know. I think okay, you should go you first, team leader. Jasmine, tell yeah. us your last thoughts. My last final thoughts of this day are that, you know, sometimes movies hold nostalgia, and that's great. Um, don't share them with people who don't hold the nostalgia, because then it's ruined forever. Um, <laughs> but actually, you know, it was really fun to share this movie with Giselle, because I think that we can watch the other John Hughes movies, and I think maybe Sixteen Candles is better, but there's also weird, like, male behavior of we want to get laid in that movie. And I guess that's a teen movie thing, but, like, also that's weird, too. And maybe just, like, just, there's too much weird sexual boys boys with the sex. Too much of it. In old movies. And, Mm -hmm. um, Molly Rainwald is a bad Mm -hmm. actress, and that's all I got. Mm -hmm. Uh, I gave this movie... A, I was waffling between a 6 and a 7 out of 10. I'm not going to lie. I ended up going with a 6 based purely on the fact that only half of the actors were really, really good. I think it could have had the potential and because the ending was screwed up. I think it would have easily been a 7 if the ending had been different and mm. Molly Ringwald had been played by somebody else. And it could have had the potential for an 8 if it had been done really well. And that's mm. my opinion. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my last thought is maybe Andy should shouldn't feel bad about judging somebody for having too much money because, as history has proven, if you have a lot of money, you're probably a trash person. So, as someone with a lot of money, I can hot take. I am that is, I'm so rich. Hot take. out of my ears. That's why I do podcasts. I've got all the money yeah. in the world. I'm so rich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm trash, but yeah, so uh. Maybe trust your instincts if you think a rich person is trash. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what do I know? Uh, I think I the nostalgia for me is very strong with this movie. So, I mean, because I enjoy a lot of the parts that make it terrible, I love the music and the outfits. And I got to maybe give it, can I do halvesies? Can I give it like a 7.5? Is that a cop-out? This is acceptable. Do it? This is because... Because we'll, you are not part of we'll allow it. and I's yes, we will allow it. system, this is this is completely acceptable. You are a guest. You can do whatever you want. You can give it a seven. You can give it three trash three cans out of five. I don't well, know. that's too much. Nice. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with a solid seven point five, three quarters yeah, of ten. Yeah. You know, a C rating, I guess. Seventy five yeah, yeah, plus yeah. three quarters, seven point nine, maybe. Uh, there we outrageous go. Outrageous tip. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, my last thought of the day. Yeah. I love it. Um, I think my last thoughts are. Uh, oh God, I had something and lost it. Well, I'm stupid. It's fine. Um, I really enjoyed this movie watching it today, and I know I didn't like it growing up, so that kind of made it. I feel like. I feel like the first time I saw this movie ever, I rated it probably a four. But on rewatching it today, I think I would have rated it perfect six point <laughs> eight four. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the nostalgia of it, and I, I do think it's going to stand the test. That's here's my final thought. I do think this movie is going to stand the test of time. I think the the John Hughes classic three are going to stand the test of time because they're just such a picture into the eighties that our generation has kind of uh, 
turned into like a little souvenir for us to take with us. I don't know. It, it, they're so sweet, and even though that. they're stupid, I and then we'll show I think they're gonna hold up. Someday, and they'll be like, "Wow, this is some sexy Enough. shit, Grandma. Yeah. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, they're gonna like fall asleep watching it. Like, why'd you waste my time with this? I love it. I love it. Can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. You had to go with me last. Terrible decision. Okay, so <laughs> bring it on. Uh, my final thought of this movie is that I think you summed it up best, Jasmine. I think you were like, "Oh, if they changed this and they changed that and they changed this, it would have been an eight, which you know basically just means you didn't Ooh. think the movie was that great. Um, so <laughs> my final, my final Ouch. thought is Not that. Yet. It's like, it's a so-so movie. I think that there are some really good parts of it. I thought that, like, the best um, Andy moment in the movie was when she was trying to console her dad about, you know, um, her mom, you know, his wife, ex-wife leaving. Mm -hmm. That was a really touching moment. Probably her best moment in the movie. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, there was other really good moments. I liked um, Iona's little, like, arc where she was, like, going from, like, not really caring about guys and you heard her like dating some terrible dude in the beginning and then she found a better guy at the end so that was really cool that she like found something better throughout the movie and even towards the end of the movie it seemed like ducky kind of figured out like hey maybe i should just go hang out with the girl who smiled at me versus the girl who doesn't know i exist because my like came into her shop doing this crazy lip sync like you see the look on Iona's face where she's like, oh my God. And they just keep cutting to Andy's face. And she's like, whatever. Okay, <laughs> you dance. So what? So she kind of sucks. So yeah, her and Blaine, you know, the appliance guy, their romance isn't that great. Um, and that's supposed to be like the whole like story of the movie is like their romance. And the romance is kind of weak. So this movie is a five out of ten. Fair enough. Honestly, Ooh. very fair. You don't have the nostalgia nice. factor. Also fair. Reason, so it makes sense. No nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. My first time seeing this was May of 2020. <laughs> so no nostalgia. Yesterday. Oh, God. That's what desperate times, my dude. Oh, goodness. Well, this has been such a fun episode. I'm so glad that you both came on to talk about it with us today. Um, we'll have to do this again sometime. Uh, Denzel, are you ready for more chick flicks? Are you liking this better than the musical train? I am down for whatever, you know, flip it and just, reverse it. You know, like I got my episodes, you got yours. I'm here. I'm here. Love it. You know, whatever well, we do. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, guys. Do you want to any last minute plugs for yourselves for any of your uh, social media or anything that you're doing? Uh, also, feel free to say, screw you. I'm a private person. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, oh, I okay. Yeah, you go next. Uh, yeah, you want to follow me on Instagram? My handle is at nofucksnucks, spelled N-O-F-U-K-Z-N-U-K-Z. You can also catch me on um, Jasmine's other podcast that she has that we have together called Before the Final Rose, where we talk about things Bachelor. Um, our latest string of episodes have been about the very <laughs> mediocre Listen to Your Heart and our hot take on those. Uh, you can follow that on Instagram at, at Before the Final Rose, and you can like and subscribe to it on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else. That was a beautiful plug, my podcasts. babe. What Literally. a plug. What a plug. God, I haven't seen a plug nice. like yeah. that since Thank the plug. Holy shit. Tubs, babe. Damn. Cool. Ew. Damn. All right. Taylor, did you have anything you want to plug, or you want to say <laughs> screw you? Love it. Oh, sure. 
I don't have much to plug, but um, my Instagram handle is at Taylor Caprera, I think. Um, anyway, I want to say Black Lives Fucking Matter and pay attention to the news right now because shit's scary and hug your loved ones. And if you're white and you're not racist and you are you're working on your racism and you want to have progress happen, have conversations that are really hard with your loved ones. At least that's what I have to do right now since I'm so unemployed. If you're not unemployed like me, please donate money to X amount of grassroots campaigns across the country or organizations like awesome. that are affiliated with Black Lives Matter it. movement. Well, uh, that's what I got to say. Thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully we'll have you guys on again soon. Uh, we will see y'all later. All right, that is our show for today. Thanks for tuning in to Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine Sherman. You can find me on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. Um, you can also follow uh, us on Instagram, our podcast at Flip It and Reverse It. Um, next week, Denzel is in charge. Um, and where can they find you online? You can find me on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not the ask why not page. You can also continue to follow our podcast on Apple, on Spotify, all places where you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, and we will have another episode shortly. So before that time comes, please give us a five-star review. Heck yeah, because you know what four-star reviews are for? For people with gaping mouth holes that don't shut. And no one likes a flapping mouth, right? Yeah, do you you want that? No, you don't. Give us a five-star review. Uh, yeah, do you have a final thought of the day there, Denzel? My final thought of the day is you don't understand how much you miss certain food items until you have to go a long time without them. With that being said, I'm having strange cravings for a euro right now. Oh my god, that sounds so good. It's been too long. I don't understand why I'm craving this euro. But for whatever reason, I feel the need to have one now. It's because it's like summertime, and summertime goes along with Euros. And like the Euro place has such a nice little like cute patio, and I always like in, think of it in the sun. I never think of it in the snow. I never think of things named cute or patio when I'm thinking of meat. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Uh, my final thought of the day uh, is that I can't speak. My lord. Um, no, my final thought of the day is if you go on out right now and get yourself some takeout, why don't you just get takeout? You don't need to sit down. And typically you're getting sit down food because it is important to stimulate our economy and spread the love and spread the money. But like, tip your waitress, all right? Listen, we are all getting our hours cut. Nobody's as busy as they're supposed to be. So nobody's making as much money as they usually do. So just tip your waitress. That's all. That's all. It's easy. Yeah. Capital One is like sending me messages every other day. Did you mean to tip 34%? I'm like, yeah, I'm not cheap, Capital One. That's why I got two credit cards, because I got great credit. Yeah. Because I'm rich. Trying not to make poor people feel bad. We will end our show right there. Oh, God. (laughs) We love y'all. We'll see you later. Bye.